episode 227 interview series of Global From Asia. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now your host, Michael Michelini. How is everybody doing today? Tuesday mornings, Hong Kong time, this show goes online, but I always seem to do it Friday nights because I'm a dad and I'm not cool anymore. I don't go out happy hours or anything. <laughs> Just here making podcast intros, the good life. Maybe I'll have some little soda water later. Anyways, it is deep in summer. Traffic's low. You might not even be, you might not even be listening to podcasts in the summer. But I've been enjoying talking. I had a great dinner with Chris Davy the other day from Amazon, uh, Amazon seller, friend of mine, and uh, FBA for you. Does some great Canton Fair meetups and everything. Had some great talks with him and some others. And it's been raining for like four or five days. Hopefully, there's no typhoon when this show is going online. There keeps scaring us, but it's been raining forever. And I just enjoy sharing. We got a great team. Alvin's been editing these podcasts lately. I'm going to go down to see the team July in July in uh, the Philippines and Cebu. We're going to get people coming up from Davao and people down from Manila and some other places and workshops. And there's some crazy stuff happening with my life. I'm I'm actually pretty serious about leaving China. It's pretty nuts. But uh, talk about it on my personal blog keeping global from asia more separate from the personal stuff but i will update you about that probably for the kids fall semester looking like so things are happening pretty fast here life is always on the move probably thailand to be honest not a bad place to end up definitely not plan to go back to america as some people think i might want to but can maybe save it for another episode and this week, we're talking SEO, search engine optimization, and moving to Bali, Indonesia. Maybe I should move to Bali, actually. And we have Bree Moreau, another internet marketer. He does some amazing conferences. A uh, second one coming up. I missed it last year, and I told him I'm making it, so I'm coming. He gave us a special offer, too. I'll talk about after the interview. And uh, we're going to just jump right in today. Did a little bit of blah, blah, blah intro talk right now, but... Uh, one other reference, I, I joked about ISIS, uh, ISIS. Um, a friend of ours there, Tommy Griffith, is uh, another internet marketer, did some webinars there in that room we recorded. We also did a GFA VIP live workshop where we got some questions from listeners or from members live. And uh, like Roland was there and we had a few others, Tiago and some others. It was really fun. So we're going to try to do more, more of that for the premium members i always promise i'm going to keep all the stuff that's free free as is but if you want to be a super fan and support us this membership is a uh, is a great way to do that and i try my best to deliver as much value as possible for those that want to go above and beyond supporting the show listening is already appreciated and i hear from listeners a lot and appreciate that so let's uh let's just jump right into the interview with brie this is a fun one enjoy are you looking for a Hong Kong agency to help you with your upkeep or registration of a Hong Kong Limited? Check out Unipro Consulting Limited. We are an equity partner in the firm, which is a local CPA practice that has the accreditation to register and upkeep your Hong Kong company. Check us out on the web at www.uniprohk.com. 
www.uniprohk.com. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another Global From Asia podcast. We have ISIS here. <laughs> I don't know if it's <laughs> Well, uh, there's a funny joke about where Bree's recording from. We can maybe share about uh, about the if you're watching on video, but most likely you're listening. Yes. And uh, it's the it's the room where we can maybe put a screenshot on the show notes. But it's a, it's a it looks like a great place for recording audio. But uh, he's dialing from from Bali, Indonesia, and we've been talking about getting you on the show for almost a, more than a half a year. So I'm happy to get. Bree Moreau on the show. He's a SEO expert. Uh, I learned a lot from him at a DC event. Uh, he hosts an, his own conference we'll talk about in Bali for internet marketers. Uh, so I hope we got that right. Bree, what do you want to add to what I just uh, mentioned? No, that's, that's, uh, that's exactly right. Yeah, we, we also run an SEO agency as well. That's probably the main thing that we do as well. But yeah, no, that's, that's, that's it. And yeah, I've been looking forward to coming on to your show and now we're here. And we're here, we're here. So... We, we, before we started recording, you you were talking about it and, and you asked me if I had been to Bali. I've almost made it even when, uh, Dan and Ian lived in the, in Bali, I tried to get there. I haven't, I've been trying to get to Bali, but, uh, I haven't been there myself. So maybe you can share why, how and why Bali. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty easy actually. So, um, my typical day consists of me waking up in the morning uh, either going for a surf because there's really good surf in Bali or going to do yoga. Um, and then I normally go to uh, spire and sauna and get do cold plunge as well, like Wim Hof method. Nice. And if I feel like it, I can get a massage in the same place. And then I come to the co-working space, which is a really good community of people. There's, you know, like 300 members in this co-working space and everyone's a digital nomad here. They're all making money online. I work here, they have really good food, so you just sit there and order food, they serve it to your table, have lunch here as well, it's just a really good community, then there's talks in the afternoons as well, so from 5 to like 6.30, there's normally like talks here, and if you're interested in going to talks, and then afterwards I go watch the sunset at like 6 o'clock, go drink a beer or coconut on the beach, and in all that time, the maids have been to my house and cleaned up my house, and I don't have to do anything there, and I go out and eat really, really yummy food. It's very um, Western here. There's a lot of Australians and a lot of international people and the quality of the food is really good here. And so that's my life. Like I just, I don't worry about anything. I just go out. I don't have to cook for myself, which is a bursting and a curse as well. And there's plenty of interesting things to do here. And it's just a great lifestyle. Like it's the best place I've found for productivity and also just to have a great life. That sounds you got you're selling me on it now actually. But uh, and uh, how about the if I can follow up? I mean, I know I think it's gotten better, but the internet is okay. Of course, I live in China with the blocked internet, but uh, you know, internet is it? No. To be honest with you, it's not that good. It's it's actually a bit of it's the main you know it's the main problem here. Um, I work from Dojo co-working space, which is the best in Sandon Bali. So they have like six lines of internet coming in, and that's the main problem that we have here is basically the internet. But you can still work from here. We still run our agency. We still have video conferencing and all these things with okay. clients. I mean, hopefully the line will stay strong with us. During yeah, the I know. Well, we got the some bad internet here too, and I'm in Shenzhen. Yeah. So you. Yeah, I mean. So that's the main thing, but I mean, like you can, like it's 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 fine. Like if you're in the main areas, you should be fine to be to be here for internet. But um, yeah. Okay, 
it's crazy the world you know we have to still talk about internet speeds in in 2018 <laughs> i don't i don't understand why that can't be fixed everywhere but uh, i'm sure one day we won't ask those questions one one, one day i wish to go on a holiday where i'm not relying on internet to be there that's true too that's another <laughs> one yeah we should they should have that goal and so so you're originally from australia and you What's the story? You're, you're running this SEO agency. Was Were you doing it in your home country first or did you come out there and start, start it up or how did it get going? Yeah, so, so basically, um, I started SEO more than 10 years ago and in the original, at the start, I was doing my own affiliate sites and I was making good money with that and I had some client sites as well. And then Penguin Algorithm hit in 2011 and my client sites. And then, um, and then basically I went all right, I want to learn to be the best SEO I possibly can be. So I started working for agencies and spent like five or six years working for agencies, working at the, the highest level I could in Australia, working with international clients. Nice. Uh, really leveled up my game. And, and then I started working for a remote company doing SEO. And that was great. I was just traveling around Australia, doing SEO remotely. And then I came to Bali for a two-month holiday because it was uh, winter in Australia at the time. And within three days of being at dojo co-working space in bali i decided to quit my job uh, i had two jobs i had a job as uh, working for the seo agency another job also teaching digital marketing at general assembly which is a digital marketing. Uh, yeah 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 and so i quit my jobs and um and decided to start my own company and and it was the best decision i ever made i basically started freelancing for other clients to begin with and then from there, I basically too busy and took on my business, my now business partner Viola Eva, and we grew from one from me myself to a ten-person team in like six to eight months, and it's been a crazy ride since then. And uh, like Bali is our base, um, we travel a lot as well, but basically Bali has just become the new home base. Everything's transferred from Australia to Bali now. So yeah. Okay, so when you say. Tr- transfer does that mean physical the people the company the, the well no the company sorry yeah the company is 100 percent remote so we have our team is based in um australia america europe most of the team and our clients are based all around the world so the whole thing that we started like i basically work for a remote seo company it was the only one in australia and and then I came here and said, I can start my own SEO company as well. And people thought I was crazy to be able to just to decide to run it. Who's going to employ SEO from Bali? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It works. It's like people think they can't, you can't do this. And you can. You can actually, there's all kinds of consultancy. There's like naturopaths, life coaches, architects, all kinds of people working remotely. You can just choose to not work behind a desk and become a contractor or run your own agency. And, and so, yeah, the team is based all around the world and our clients are based all around the world. Okay. But with most people that do the expat thing is they normally come to Bali and go, wow, this is amazing. And then they have to go back to their home country and pack up their life and tie up all the loose ends. It's just taking me a couple of trips to do that. But now I've tied up all my loose ends. So everything in Australia is wrapped up. Uh, my company is still based out of Australia. Okay. But, um, but uh, I physically don't live there anymore. Nice. All right. Interesting. And then... I'm curious. I mean, I I get the same thing about people have these hesitations. What do you, what were what are the main reasons people hesitate to do that? Do you think it's the client side, the the, the 
on their personal lifestyle or what, what do you think or, or what do you hear most of the hesitations are to do something? Like I, think, I, think, I think the most hesitations are people are scared. They, they're getting this regular pay income that's really, really good. Like if you're working for an agency, you get a good salary and people are scared to give that up. They don't, they want to have the mortgage and, and the house and all that kind of stuff. And I still have a mortgage. I still have a house. I still have all those things. I just don't live in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the hesitation is, is the fear of the unknown basically. And, and not knowing where your next dollar is going to come from. And normally with the, the freelancer kind of like contract, the life cycle, it kind of go up, you yeah. have some big clients and then you go bang and you crash. Yeah. And you go up a bit further and you make some more money, then you lose those clients, bang, and it's just kind of like up and down jigsaw. And a lot of people just don't have the gumption to to hold on. But if you can hold on for that first year or two or however long it takes to get consistent clients, uh, you will never go back. And and that's the reality. True. Uh, it, I think they call it the feast and the famine, or at least is what I, I think of it <laughs> as. Some people, you know, you get too busy with clients and then you're not focusing on getting new clients and then you finish those and then you got to find new ones. So yeah, there's, there's some challenges, but I mean, I guess it's just like anything, any entrepreneur or the new venture the beginning is a lot of times the, the, the hardest. So, so, you know, I know there's listeners here on the show that are back in there still in their home countries. Uh, sometimes sending me emails or messages there. They're still trying to make it out here. So what would you say is a, I guess it depends, of course, on people's uh, risk tolerance, but, you know, was it just taking the plunge or like, it seems like you just said three days in Bali and uh, you decided to, to, to go on your own or was there, was there a process or a footsteps that listeners could follow? Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I was financially quite okay anyway because of my current position. Um, the way that I would do this if I was going to, you know, make the change is obviously come out first, come and check out the area you want to live, whether it's Bali or Chiang Mai, Thailand, or you know, Cebu, Philippines, or wherever the, the hotspot they want to go live in. Um, make sure they're, they like the area, of course, because there's no point committing to something whether if you haven't been there before. And I would just make sure that you have a good six months salary or six months thing uh, to, to make sure you can kind of get through those first six months or even up to a year if possible. And, and, and just basically go for it because everyone that's working from our co-working space dojo at the moment, they're either, they're, most of them are in that kind of like transitioning from, from corporate to, to freelancer mode. And they've just got to sit there and, and work really, really hard. And what normally happens is the people either come out here and they work really, really hard and they have a few clients and it works really well. And then they lose those clients and they get scared and they go back to their home country mm. to take that corporate job again. So that's, that's kind of option one that kind of tends to happen quite a lot. Uh, so you just need to get past that point and figure out how to get more clients online, not by being in your home country. That's really the trick. Like if you can figure out how to do that, at the moment we're actually experimenting with LinkedIn lead generation. Nice. Um, okay. Actually, may, may as well plug a DC member, uh, Lee Cookie, Jake Jagovan. He basically runs LinkedIn lead generation. So do sure. a consultant. I'm looking into that kind of stuff as okay. well. And um, but yeah, I think like it's basically getting past that first, you know, feast famine cycle, as we said, and, you know, budget well. And the reality is if you're out here and you're working really, really hard and people are, they're very committed to, to making it work, then you're going to make it work. And even just being in this environment, this is the thing, this is what I tell most people too. like, 
Because if you're sitting at home someplace in America, you're in Philadelphia or in some, some city and no one's doing this kind of lifestyle, it's hard to understand how you can live it and what your opportunities are. Now, when you come here, you see how people are making money. They're making money with Amazon FBA. They're making money with Amazon Associates. They're making money with you know, converting Facebook traffic into whatever they're selling. And you go, hey, that's a really good idea. I should do something very similar. And if you put yourself in a target-rich environment, you're going to be able to prosper more. So I would definitely just say, come on, come, take the plunge, check out what's going on, meet people, see who's successful and why they're successful, and you'll be able to replicate that as long as you can see what they're doing and they're willing to share with you. Oh, got it. We'll get some questions from, uh, from member, members yeah. right now. Uh, maybe we could just throw it in there. I have my questions, yeah. but, but Roland, Roland, he's actually a partner. He's doing FBA with me in our adventure of uh, Par Living. And he's, uh, he says, living in Bali sounds great as a bachelor. What about family once, once you're a digital nomad? Um, what's your opinion, Bree? Yeah, so there's lots of families here. And it, honestly, it's a great place to raise a family. And this is a common question that we have as well. Um, there, you can get lots of nannies are very cheap here. So you can literally have like hired help for like less than 200 USD a month, like full time taking care of your kids. There's international schools as well. And the lifestyle for kids here is great. There's lots of, there's lots of activities to be done. A lot of things are really, really cost effective for a family as well. So I would definitely look into it. The, the biggest cost you're going to have is, um, is obviously international schooling. But other than that, everything else, all the other costs of living, you know, your rent, your food, uh, you're going to have a better quality of life here than you will in, in a Western country. It's very straightforward. There's obviously other you know, risks associated with it. It's not as safe. And, I mean, Bali is safe for crime, but, you know, there's a lot of, you know, scooter accidents and things like that. But overall, like, you know, if, if your family is a bit adventurous, and I would, I would definitely say this is the place to be. Yeah, that sounds great. And, and uh, same f- I think it's the same at anywhere for uh, the question. I think living outside your home country with a family is, I, 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 I'm living a lot. I'm living at now. I have two kids uh, and a wife. Um, it's the schooling, like you said, is the biggest challenge at anywhere. It seems, I think if you're in your home country, usually your government can get you public schooling. Um, and it's the language, the culture is native. So I, I do have to add that the schooling is the challenge. I think any, whether it's Bali or, where I'm in China or, uh, you know, Hong Kong or other parts of Southeast Asia, I think that's the, the big one is the school for the families. But there are, there are, uh, while well, Roland's got more questions, I like, <laughs> it is a good point. Um, we, while he finishes his question, I have one. Uh, so you're doing your uh, SEO conference, which is, which is, uh, unfortunately I had to miss it last year, but I'm, I'm, uh, I got my calendar October 6th, it's called the DMSS, Digital Marketing Skills Share in Bali. And uh, how did that get started? I mean, I do, as you know, I do a conf- I do a co- at least one conference a year and uh, cross-border summit. And uh, I love it too. But uh, I think we have to, it's almost like we have to like it because it is a lot of work, right? Um, so how did, how did that get going? So basically... Um the inspiration was realistically to try to get more talent to Bali, more high level digital marketers here. Um, Bali has been dubbed Silicon Bali and there's a lot of startups coming here. Like a lot of people will get venture capital funding in the U S 
and they've got a lot more runway if they come to Bali because if you're trying to set up a startup in San Francisco, it's going to cost you three or four times the amount than you can do it in Bali. So a lot of startups actually come here and do the incubator phase here and actually work from here. So there's a lot of talent here. And the concept of the conference is basically to try to get more and more talent to come to Bali because the more high level people here, the more the community grows, the more we all learn together. And it's all based on, you know, skill sharing and community and just trying to create a beautiful community of people that are willing to share. And what I've found from other conferences within the digital marketing space is kind of a lot of PowerPoint presentations and not really much actionable knowledge. And I really want to kind of share that as well. So I want to run a conference that, that, that kind of reflects my values. And when people see me talk, I give a lot of information away for free. I just give it all. Like I just show you exactly what I'm doing. And I want people to be able to do that as well. So the idea was to basically create a conference that was like, don't worry about the PowerPoint presentations. Let's just focus on actionable knowledge. This is what I do every single day. And this is how I do it. And I'm not scared to share it with you guys. And, and also to create the community as well and just to kind of bring more people here. And last year was our first year and, you know, obviously with any conference, it's, it takes a bit of time to get a bit of traction. Sure. Um, but this year we have the best, some of the best digital marketers in the world. You know, like we have all the big, uh, all the big companies are coming, representing, and some of the best in the world are literally coming to our conference. And this is our second year running. And I didn't have to twist their arm to make them come here. You know, it's, <laughs> quite phenomenal and it's that's been the biggest success for us you know just to basically see the demand and the feedback that people have given to our conference and said hey you guys should really come to bali and check this conference out okay uh, yeah great great yeah i mean um we were chatting we're uh at the crossbar summit think about we'll probably change the location to columbia for this year which is a big change and uh What's also happening is uh, the community. Yeah, I think that's the key is the community to get uh, like-minded people together and, and especially um, maybe even leads into the question Roland asked is how do you uh, stay motivated? Maybe this your answer is uh, having conferences, building a community. But I think that's one thing about the, the what's that called? The coconut cowboy? Is that the saying? Or <laughs> yes, the, yeah. The, uh, you know, I, I could just make a couple thousand bucks a month. I can live good. I don't, you know, I, I can just get lazy. I can go out and party and, uh, you know, maybe that's where people slip too, because they're not working hard. They're, they're, uh, they are not working on growing the business. Is that, uh, what, what's your answer from your perspective as well as all these others you meet that come and go? Bali. Yeah, so I think that like, um, you know, there is a bit of the coconut cowboy syndrome here as well. Like, um, it works better in Chiang Mai because Bali is a little bit more expensive. <laughs> um, but the reality is like, like I can live comfortably in Bali and I can live comfortably, semi-comfortably in Australia on my, my company salary. And I mean, the goal for me realistically is to be able to say, all right, cool. You know, I live in Bali right now. Um, I'd love to live in Hawaii, but it's going to be out of my price range. So the goal realistically is to try to level up and, and create a lifestyle that, that can afford those things as well. And you can, I mean, it depends on what kind of personality you are, you know, like um, there's people, there's consultants here that, you know, that charge 50 to a hundred US dollars an hour and they work 10 hours a week and that's all they need to do. And then they go surfing the rest of the time and they're off, you know, on surf safaris and, that's, that's their life and, and that's how they want to live it. And that's awesome. I think that's great. I mean, I've got to figure it out. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm working way too many hours, to be honest with you. I'd rather <laughs> make 200 bucks a month and, and chill out a lot more. But 
everyone's different, I suppose. But the opportunity, like the reality is, is when you separate yourself from your normal work environment, like let's just say you're living back in, a, in some Western country and you've got all your friends back home, you've got your family and all these other commitments. When you come to Bali and you don't really know anyone and you want to start hanging out with digital nomads, everyone's working a lot of the time and they're partying as well and doing other stuff. But find that you can get rid of a lot of distractions and actually focus a lot more on work, which is a good thing and a bad thing too, because you do see a lot of burnout in the digital nomad community because people are just working too much. Mm, yeah. I don't know if that answered the question and created another question. Yeah, but yeah. It might. It might. Uh, I mean, I could also add my perspectives. Uh, I, I had I had a long lecture once from, a, I guess, a mentor or a much older he was British businessman in Hong Kong and he was trying to convince me to move to Hong Kong from Shenzhen because uh, it could motivate me more because it's so expensive there to the rent, the life. And I was like, man, I, I work, I'm like you, I work really freaking hard. I don't need to have expensive rents. You know, that's one reason I left, I left New York city. Cause I was like, I'm, I don't want to burn all my money on rents. Like it's actually getting more expensive in Shenzhen a lot since I first came here. But, but, uh, I think that it's, he was an individual, maybe also probably who you spend your time with. It's important because there's probably, I don't know about, I'm not sure about uh, Bali in, specifically, but here in Shenzhen or other cities I've been to or in countries, there's of course those, those people that are drinking all day and with girls and, uh, or boys or, uh, you know, so it's also who you surround yourself with, you know, um, goes back to the community side. But um it also just set some goals. We actually just recently did another podcast with a guy that went, um, Chris Rawlings. He's doing a startup for Amazon FBA software because he said uh, he was um, basically doing the FBA and he was traveling around and he says he got cut. He wanted to do something that made more of a difference. So he says the software can make, uh, can help more people. Uh, I think Roland's already talking to them. Um, that was just actually a couple of days ago, but I think it's also just you as an individual have to ask yourself, why are you doing what you do? And I think that's also when you leave corporate world, you know, leaving the day job, it's your responsibility to think about that. When you're working for salary, you're just kind of putting in the hours to collect the salary. But when you're doing your own business and making your own income, yeah, you could just make enough to live and get by. And then if that's what you want to do, that's what you could do. I think, I think that's, uh, that's the idea. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been fun to get some questions from uh, from people here, um, and we continue. So definitely, guys, check it out. It's, we'll link it up on the show notes. But his conference is DMSS or Digital Marketing Skillshare IO, and uh, second annual uh, for sure October sixth. This is Saturday, and uh, that's uh, going to be a fun fun one. We'll also um, we'll also send out a twenty percent as well. Get the one of my girls to to create a code for you guys for a couple of weeks. Oh, as well. cool! Sure, that's yeah. great. That's great. Uh, that's great. And so the future is kind of getting towards the end of our of our talk today. Um, I kind of threw a lot of questions of future. There's, I have. I'm also I love internet marketing too. So there's the future of SEO. There's the future of remote work. Future of Southeast Asia or Asia. I mean, there's. Obviously, all those could be huge answers. I don't know if you want to pick one or, or cover each. Uh, yeah, I suppose I, I start with um, the future of SEO. I mean, um, SEO is becoming more user experience. You know, content's always going to be king. 
Um, it's all about user engagement metrics these days. So it's about how users interact with your website. So you need to create really engaging content that users interact with, whether that's you know signing up to something or reading the whole page or watching a video or clicking through to another page. Everything about SEO is based on this these days. So you need to really, really focus on that. So just make sure you have really good quality content that, that users are happy to, to interact with. That's the most important thing. Um, yeah, I mean, like SEO, it's, it's always going to be here. Like it's, it's, it's not going away anytime soon. Like, and the irony is like, Things haven't changed in ten years. Everyone's still talking about content and backlinks. You know, like yeah, it's, it's not really it's, changed. Yeah, yeah, it's true, right? I feel like it's, <laughs> it is true. It's just longer content. You know, that's really what it comes down to. So, like, we can, you know, you can go to all the SEO conferences in the world, and it will still come back to the same things. You know, there's always a new, you know, tool or a new thing. But the reality is, it doesn't change too much. So, just good quality content. Um, with regards to remote work, this is an interesting one because. Um, we're kind of like the first or second wave of digital nomads coming through right now. And, and the reality is in five years time, the employment landscape is going to be completely different. And, and people are looking at what we're doing right now, like Mike and, and me and all these other, you know, members of the DC or whoever these people are. And they're going, this is an amazing lifestyle. And this is going to increase by 10 X. There's going to be 10 times as many people doing exactly what we do. They're going to, they're going to want to leave their corporate job. And they want to want to work remotely and that's the reality. And so remote work has become more and more common. Like I am the second SEO agency that I know of. It's a remote agency within Australia. And I can pretty much tell you in five years time that most of the agencies will be like that because the way that we poach, not poach, the way we acquire our team members is we actually, you know, we have an ad on the job boards uh, in Australia and we sit there and say, Hey, like, do you want to work in the corporate job and spend an hour on the train every day getting to your job and having to wear a suit and a tie? Or why don't you come work with us in Bali and you work your own hours? It's all cool. And I can tell you right now, it's a very, very attractive offer. A lot of people want to work either like, you know, do the, the digital nomad thing, like coming over here and, you know, and traveling around, you know, the world. But a lot of other people just want to spend more time with their family. They don't want, they want to live in the, they want to live in the bush or more in nature and spend time with the family and remote work is, it's going to be massive. It's going to be a really, really, it's a massive shift that's happening right now that we're seeing. And as, as regards to your question about the future of Asia, well, I think it's going to become more and more thing as, as we know, like the kind of like, you know, geographical arbitrage, it's Bolivia um, and it's more and more Western, you know, there's more and more access to quality food other facilities and things as well. With regards to specifically to Indonesia and Bali, it's getting more complicated. Like they, they changed the laws. I don't know what it's like in China. I'm sure it's quite complicated in China as yeah, well. Yeah, everything is complicated um, here. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm aware of China. But yeah, like it's still, it's still like live in, in, in these countries, but they, Indonesia is not very, so we'll see how they, how they change the, I mean, it's quite ironic because we're sitting in these countries, I mean, and, you know, earning an income and generating economy for the local economy. But, you know, it's really hard to predict how long you'll be able to stay here for. And I'm sure you have the same thing in China. It's like, you know, you get the one year visa or, or whatever you've got. I don't know how it works with you, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, one it's, year. You, can't, you can't really like focus on going, all right, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to live here for the next of my life. So um, the future of Asia obviously looks great. It's just a matter of, you know, it'd be great to be able to get some kind of like 
a permanent residency where you're like, all right, cool. That's I'm, true. Yeah. So, but um, the future of Asia is it's going to boom, and there's a lot of money here. There's a massive skill shortage in digital marketing and other skills as well. Whether it's you know any kind of like you know high level consultancy work for for anything, there's a massive skill shortage all through Asia. So there's opportunities here, you know, and it's better off being um, you stand out here. Like if you want to start a company here and you're an expat, you're going to do quite well. Yeah, that's great. I agree on that too. Um, it's true. I think as, as you said, as the costs are going up everywhere, I mean, a cheap Asia is going every, everywhere, but I think you still get cheap in Southeast Asia, but China is definitely getting expensive um, and other places I know. But uh, I think the world is flat. And yeah, if you're in an expensive place of the world, it's probably, I don't know, you know, your salary might not go up as fast. But if you're in the uh, emerging markets uh, like Asia, a lot in Asia, it would probably be going up uh, with opportunities too. So, all right, Bree, I know you're a busy guy and uh, don't want to get to interfere with your coconuts and sunsets, but uh, I think he's still got a few hours for that. Uh, so just to let you know, I actually, um, I have a, a client meeting in 25 minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'm literally, I'm actually going to, when we get off the podcast, um, the beach is like 500 meters away. I'm going <laughs> to walk down the beach, look at the surf, check it out, just to have a bit of a break. Then I'll come back from my client meeting and be like, yep, yeah, cool. How are we going? All right. <laughs> so hopefully that can motivate some people. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I think we're doing this just to get some more people to, to do crazy stuff like us. So yeah. even if this gets one listener to make the move, I know there's some on the edge. So uh, thanks yeah. so much for, for, for sharing. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, you got plenty of time for your conference. I'm sure it's going to be a great success. And I, I look forward to going and, and Ellen, your other, your agency work and everything. So I uh, appreciate uh, sharing today. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me on. And I'm um, looking forward to seeing you hopefully at DCBKK this year. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm a fanboy. Okay. Cool, cool. All right. Thanks, Mike. All right. Cheers. Thanks to everyone else as well. Thanks for listening. Want to check out a factory experience in China in virtual reality? We are a pioneer here at Global From Asia doing a tour of a factory in China for you to browse and enjoy. It's a Eno Plus factory, a solar LED factory. You can check out multiple rooms. You don't even need a VR headset. You can do it on your web or on your mobile phone. Check it out at globalfromasia.com slash VR. VR for virtual reality. More to come soon. finished with episode 227 global from asia i'm gonna go get my soda water like i said at the beginning of this show i'm gonna treat myself this friday evening to our intro also we said we get you a coupon code there is a coupon code i'm not gonna say how much off or what it is it's for everyone not just members we're giving one for everybody this time although there are I'm keep plugging my membership, but there's GFA VIP special offers all the time. But we got stuff for everybody this time. We're going to link it up on the show notes. Actually, Global Media is starting a reviews site. So if you want to see our reviews, we are building it out like crazy, building content like crazy. GlobalPromedia.com slash reviews slash DMSS for this coupon and review of this event. And give me some feedback too. And I am gonna go hang out with my kids because it's true what they say becoming a parent changes your life it's changed my life quite a bit and i'm gonna enjoy my friday night so thanks for listening and uh definitely check out that review 
and check out that coupon while it's still there. But the reviews will always be up there. I'm going to keep building out more reviews. I've got reviews for like 15 companies and counting where we're trying to give videos even. we got an ExpressVPN video review um, with uh, and someone that's not me. So just growing the blog, growing the site. And uh, thanks for being along for the ride. Over and out. Mike Michelini here. And maybe I'll have a new host someday. We'll see. Life keeps changing. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.